boss? Tim, don't tell me you confused this guy for me, did you? Uh... <laughs> Seriously? Shooting me out of a cannon is what you call a brilliant idea? What are you thinking, Pikachu? It all makes sense now. Bolt of brilliance! <laughs> Hello and welcome to Experience Share. My name is Detective Travitan. Trevenant. AKA Detective Tanner Green Ring. Mm hmm. I'm a hard-bitten private eye, grew up here in, what's the city in this game? Rhyme City. Rhyme City, mean streets of Rhyme City, chopping it up with the Pokemon, living in harmony with them, beautiful melting pot of Pokemon and humankind. Yeah. But it makes detective work a lot harder, because suddenly we have a whole new sentient population, semi-sentient population we have to worry about. Gotta deal with what are the Pokemon getting up to, and is it crime? I'm gonna need a partner for this, and I'm bringing in Fieloette. <laughs> Floette. Detective Josh Fielstead. Uh, Floette. Fieloette, actually. Fielo um, I Detective need a I, sorry. Josh Fieloette. For the premise for these three episodes, I'm a human a detective in Rhyme City, <laughs> and I need a Pokemon sidekick. We didn't talk about having a premise. To talk to Pokemon for me, so. I had, I had to be a floet. Yellowette. I had to be a floet this whole time. I would say get to be. You get mm, to be a floet. Floet is a have to, for sure. Well, Will I change the... every episode? So I'll be I don't something know. We'll else. See. We'll see what happens next episode. I don't really want to be a floet for three episodes. Well, Detective Yellowette, <laughs> here we are. This mean streets of Rhyme City. This town stinks. Do, can I talk? This town stinks, and we're gonna clean it up! Wow. So normative of you. I thought it was like Flo a Mickey Mouse. <laughs> I assume it, like, talks through... We now know this week that some Pokemon just communicate via telepathy. Yeah. Solosis. Solosis. And, duo and Duosion. Duosion. Yeah, I like the gruff. They we're both a little standoffish, I'll say. Oh, yeah. We they... should introduce the show. Right, right. Well, let's... I'm Detective Tanner Greenring. This is my sidekick, Fielouette. We are detectives Didn't here in Rhyme City. Right now, we are kind of tracking a case file. There's sort of this um, junior... He's not, a, he's not a... He's a civilian. His name is Tim Goodwin. He's sort of a hobbyist detective. Good, Goodman? Goodman. His name is Tim Goodman. And he, yeah, he is a hobbyist detective. Um, so we're kind of keeping an eye on him. Honestly, he's getting a lot of our footwork done. Right. So we're kind of keeping a safe distance and just making sure he doesn't get in any trouble. Not riding his coattails. We're helping from the sidelines. We're helping. Keeping an eye on it. Yeah. 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 Uh, and we'll just tell you about what he's get, getting up to on behalf of us, uh, Detective Tanner Greenring and my sidekick Pokemon, uh, Fialouette. Okay. I guess. And that's the premise. You, you just interstitial threw this season, premise at me that a. I never assented to. Now, let's get the numbering right now, okay? This is 7A. Thank you. Once Detective Pikachu is done... The covenant is 7A sealed. 7A is done. And then 7B is probably just Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee, I think. That's it. That's a whole new gen, baby. That's eight. No, no, no. It's, oh, it, that's going to be... We're going to have to chop this up later. No, look. Pokemon, it's a whole new system. It's a whole new platform. I it's a whole new generation. Obviously, that's true, but I believe... Bulbapedia 
puts Let's Go in Gen 7. I honor Bulbapedia in every way, but... Gen 7 core series, Let's Go. Okay, okay. So that will be 7B. I'm not above the law. I can't fight what Bulbapedia says. Okay, now let's get back on the case here. We're playing Detective Pikachu, 2018 release. The last Pokemon game released on handheld, purely handheld console. Yeah, the 3DS. 3DS, which I rest in pedals soon enough. It is a game that is just a linear narrative game. Yes. Um, You don't even need to play along. You can just go watch someone play it on YouTube. You'll be getting the exact same experience as us. Yes, there is no, uh, we don't actually, you can't actually set, despite our little uh, improvisation there, you can't actually change anything about your character in this. You are always Tim Goodman, and you are yep. always joined by a Detective Pikachu. The Detective yeah, Pikachu. Yeah, who talks. Sorry. Who so talks. here's the thing. So we got to put some game. of the voice in here if you if you haven't heard it. I think Danny DeVito was robbed of this role. This is Let's a Danny back. DeVito to me. Let's flash back to 2018. Okay. You and I are adult men in the prime of our careers. No longer working at the same company together. But we're doing well for ourselves. I think so. I got married um, in 2018. That was a good year. Yeah, great year. I was already married. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know what I was? Pregnant. Wow. I didn't know that, that you Because we were that. pregnant at your wedding. You were both pregnant? Well, it's a team effort. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I certainly put some work in. <laughs> yeah, you had some effort for sure. Yeah. I've been putting some work in ever since. <laughs> this morning, the kid didn't want me to help him put on his jacket. And he expressed it by, I was sitting on the ground with him between my legs, and he expressed it by turning around and punching me right between my legs. Oh, my God. And that's what he's, that's what he's like now. Just a maniac. He's like someone found the mask from the mask and put it on him. And he's smoking. When now. he gets home from school, we've got this staircase right in the middle of our house and a hallway that sort of runs completely around the staircase. Yeah with rooms on on every side. And when he gets home from school, he just takes off his shoes, and he takes off his pants, and he takes off his underwear, and he just runs in circles all oh around that thing until it's time for bed. So he's more of a uh, Cuban Pete with the rumba beat? <sighs> You're telling me, man. <laughs> anyway, where are we? Here we go. That's that's my home life. This is my detective life. Yes. I'm Detective Tanner Greenring. I have never played Detective Pikachu before now. I have played it. I was a busy man in 2018 preparing to have a baby. But you apparently had all the time in the world, even though you were getting married. It was funny, too, that I was not, you know, I played Sun and Moon. I played Sun, rather. I was still, like, around, like, playing Pokemon games occasionally, but I didn't 100% them. Like, I never did the post-game in Sun. Uh, Yeah. But Detective Pikachu, I heard about that, and I was like, that is a game that I am going to play play. all of. Get out of my way. I must play it. I think it was one of the first times I saw a Pokemon game and thought... I'm sure someone will have fun with that. You're going to give that a pass. Yeah. Well. But here we are playing it and I'm enchanted. Isn't it? It's sort of a delight. I think it's it's kind of a delight. Yeah, it's nice. I don't know what its implications are on the lore. We'll have to dissect that maybe on the third final episode. It's pretty nuts. We should look into it where they try to put this on that whole timeline thing. Or is it treated purely as non-canon? Which is possible well Ryan city we'll have to see. here's here's the other thing i need to admit is i've seen the film you were supposed to wait until i could watch it with you and miles but you i know that was supposed to be the your thing miles hasn't seen it oh he still hasn't seen it you just no. saw it oh okay yeah, just so me. we could still do that 
So I do know like what happens in the movie. I don't know how far the movie diverges from what happens in the game. I've got a shape of things ahead, you know? There's several prescience parallels to the film. So far it's pretty it's a, a little similar. Yeah, you can see certain scenes were yeah. inspired by it, but there's a lot more world. I hope that Mr. Mime scene movie. is not in the game. I would hate to to <laughs> live that out. Cuz you'll we'll have to see, find though. out. Because we've only played the first three chapters this week of Detective Pikachu. Yes, there are nine total, and we will be doing three a week somehow. Yeah, we did it this week. It wasn't too hard. Not too bad. This it's kind of a game for babies. One. Is that fair? Yeah. Um, it works a little like the tech in 1992's Mist. <laughs> yeah. Where it's like you just kind of click on everything, and eventually, like the, one of the clicks does something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Although at the same time, that gets very and obnoxious in the more complex cases like chapter three where you already know like what the answer is like oh yeah the culprit pikachu gengar keeps or screaming at you but he, then like, pulls you over he's like hey just so you know it's gengar it's like yeah man i know but then it's still like oh but you need to talk to every single pokemon and get all of their uh testimony even though you already know it, but it won't let you, it gatekeeps you until you actually check literally every box. I know, I know. So it's that part can get obnoxious. Incredibly frustrating. Yeah. Here's the fucked up thing about the narrative universe about this game. It's it's an incredibly complex universe, and it, it sheds a lot of, if it is canon, it sheds a lot of strange light on the Pokemon universe. It answers a lot of weird, unanswered questions. Or it's this pocket dimension, or just this like sort of like... You know, what's the what's the island that is in the X-Men comics where they go and it's sort of like crime island where there's like no laws? It's like that, you know? It's like here's this freestanding yeah. society out in the middle of nowhere where Pokemon and humans live in perfect harmony. Yeah, it is unclear what region it's in, but it is kind of treated like a city-state, I think, mm-hmm. where like there are references I remember I mean, we know Pokemon trainers are a thing, but there are, there are references to other aspects of the broader Pokemon world that implies, from what I recall, that Rhyme City is a real place in the the broader Pokemon world. Who knows what timeline, you know, or dimension it's in or whatever. But Rhyme City is called out for both in the film and then in the game as, like, having unique aspects of like how the people and pokemon interact where pokemon are not only a partner in like battling but they also <laughs> live freely yeah and like <clears throat> and they're you animals see little cut More, scenes they're just of like animals and they like they have but they're sentient they, some of them have jobs like yeah. they they can they're hot dog vendors or like the the machamps and machokes are still doing the moving service yeah. It's 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 such a confusing universe, and I I hope it's not I hope it's not canon because it it's it if it is canon it's pretty screwed up. I I think it depends how you look at it though because there's a later on when we get to the laboratory the Rotom. So when we do cases, yeah, I love that Rotom. Tim <sighs> Tim Goodman, I almost called him Tim Human. Tim Human <laughs> can Steve's brother. You know, will will. Yeah, exactly. We'll interview all of the people and then Detective Pikachu can talk to the Pokemon. So you you have to get testimony from both. And the Pikachu will talk to this Rotom and you the Pikachu asked Rotom like, oh, what do you think of Carlos, his like partner in the in the laboratory? 
And Rotom's like, oh, yeah, he's my servant. Yeah. Like, I don't work for him. Or a lot so, of them are just to like, me, oh, I, I guess I don't. It's not necessarily. Some of them are like, oh, I guess I don't really think about him. And it's like, what is like, what is Pokemon's relationship with us? Right. Like, so I know, like, maybe the gut reaction is Rhyme City is more problematic than not. But I think it's potentially maybe what maybe it makes more sense is like Rhyme City is like some Pokemon do pair up with people and some of them just like are wild animals and like they roam around and they do whatever they want. And so it I don't was know. weird. Like, like I don't even know even that hearing... I would come down against Rhyme City out of the gate. Even hearing how the city Pokemon state. talk and like how like sensible they are and how like collected they are and just how aware of the world they are. Unlike all the humans who are all like idiots who haven't seen anything and are like spiteful to you for no reason because you're just some fucking kid whose dad is like presumably dead yeah you know who was this like is a, his way of mourning man he was like a friend of this laboratory and this one lab text like fuck you kid yeah. and like i don't know it's such a backwards world maybe it's the maybe it's the right way world though maybe this is the backwards world yeah let's well that's just a philosophical question that we'll be pondering over the course of these three episodes and that's that's ultimately you know we're as as we're kind of having our gumshoe tim goodman uh out there on our gumshoes yeah yeah the pokemon yeah. Yeah. he's he's a human gumshoe like a like a junior detective yeah. he's out there doing our footwork and we're going to be kind of exploring the more deeper philosophical questions about this narrative universe as it continues to unfold in front of us. That's right. And here we are, chapter one, Tani, Tanti, Tanti Park. Tan, Tanti Park. Tanti Park. So Tim Goodman, the Tim Human, yep. arrives in Rhyme City from Parts Unknown, and it's like his Typical parents Typical JRPG were stuff. He's coming to the city because his sent dad away has gone missing, and his dad was a detective. Countryside village. But Tim Goodman is not a kid. Tim Human. He's an adult. No, he he's drive, definitely he at least himself. like 16, if not like 18 yeah. or 20. Finally. And he like flirts with women. And does so does Pikachu. And yeah. it's a little questionable, the, his comment. Now, a lot of the narrative around this game, I even Googled it, because the very first person you meet when you open up the game is... A detective Pikachu. And by a detective Pikachu, I mean a, P a Pikachu that has a detective hat on. And he is yeah. a detective. Like, he's yeah. good at detective work. Credentialed. He has the hat. Yeah. That's pretty much all you need. I, I've never played this game. I've never booted this game before. I've never heard Pikachu talk before. No, why would you? <laughs> um, and I was led to believe, mostly by you, I think, osmosis, cultural osmosis via you, that Pikachu was going to have a... Gruff Brooklyn Danny DeVito like accent because I think Danny DeVito was robbed in this in both the movie and the game. It should have been Danny DeVito or at least one of or them. at least I was expecting to have. But it is a it is a somewhat gruff voice. Gruff. I mean, you'll have to put some. But it's also of, just kind of like, I, hey, it's me, Pikachu. I'm just talking like a normal man sometimes. Hey, sorry about that. I got tangled up with some Pokemon adoring cuties. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I I actually like my torch song is for Danny DeVito doing this, but I do think both the voice actors are yeah, actually great. good. Yeah, like I thought Ryan Reynolds was also pretty good. This, this game is a freak show. I just think Danny DeVito would be funny. The other thing you see, so then you zoom out and you're like, oh, this lush 3D world. Everything is fully realized. There's no overworld. You know, we're like down in like in the in the shit with everyone. You know. 
technically the first Pokemon game with voiceovers. Like, oh yeah, fully voice acted. Lots of cutscenes. Yeah, lots of cutscenes. Animations. You know, like all, all this stuff. And, and the, it's a fucking freak the... show. Everything looks like a <laughs> It looks like it does. Like I think someone tweeted us. They're so like, crisp. it's someone's. I should get their their Twitter and not just steal their joke. It was on. It was on Instagram. It was good. Yeah. They look like Bratz dolls. Like everyone looks like a Bratz doll. <laughs> like I know the tech has like improved a lot since then, and like I'm looking at it like resed up probably. Yeah, uh, Asia J seventeen on Instagram said this looks and sounds like someone's freshman animation class. <laughs> it <terms>. absolutely <laughs> does. Like pretty good. Yeah, it's like a little it's bit too, too cartoony. Or it's too weird. The, the environments when you're not in a cutscene can have some amount of detail, but the cutscenes are so clean. I mean, everything is too clean. I think we're also like this That's game came problem. out on the original 3DS. I'm playing on the new like ultra wide 2DS, you know, like bigger screen. I don't know. Maybe it just hasn't aged well, but um, they look like freak shows. Yeah, I did feel like it looked better to me at the time. Pikachu. That it does. Immediately runs into Tim Goodman and they form a fast friendship because it turns out Pikachu belonged to Tim Goodman's missing father, Harry. Yes. His partner, Pikachu. Um, and before we can even, like, shake hands, we're interrupted by two of the most heinous Pokemon in the world. Surprisingly, <laughs> not my, my you-make-me-barf Pokemon this week. Well, they've be- had the honors several times, I believe. <sighs> and A-Pom. these two are, yeah, Apom. These two are pretty, um, pretty nasty, pretty mischievous. Yeah, they're mischievous. Um, they are like someone put the mask on. Oh, and it's never coming yeah. off. Well, until uh, they get into a fight with, spoiler alert, a Murkrow. Yeah. For now, they you s- witness them committing a crime of stealing Passion. this necklace from some girl. Yeah. A little girl. They steal her, her precious jewel necklace, and then they dip their hand in ketchup and dip their hand in paint. Um, and then they... F- they hurl a hot dog yeah. at you. And you... Oh, my God. Josh, I'm so... <laughs> so you have no idea someone once like questioned i don't remember where but they're like tanner says he's like a gamer and he plays all these like deep strategy games how is he always so bad yeah. one of the things i am worst at in video games is i'm really bad at yeah. quick time events and this game is loaded with yeah them. so bug catchers the main gameplay is what and this is what you learn in the game like this this apom thing is is sort of like the tutorial so it's basically a mix of Timed events, interactive cutscenes, essentially, where it'll be like this APOM is hurling a hot dog at you to try to stop you from following it. And then you have to, you know, the the circle starts big and it gets smaller and then you need to press A when it's in this specific spot. And then there's also smashing A to like, you know, move a cart or something. And then the rest of it is collecting evidence and testimony from people and that's when it just like is a kind of 2d like i mean it's 3d but you're just looking at like a scene and then you have to just like interact with and ask people and pokemon questions and then you have a little case log and case notes where it's like this person said this thing and then like you're assembling evidence in order to try to like solve the crime so in this case we're trying to figure out which apom made off with this girl's necklace Doesn't take a lot of detective. We're work. just thrust into it. We have no idea what. It's like, a little bit of a tutorial. We haven't even made it though. to our dad's yeah. like detective agency yet. Yeah, this is all tutorial basically. So it's it's pretty simplistic. You follow this apom. You find it knocked out on the brink of death, soaked in blood <laughs> by this fountain in this park. Yeah. Um. 
taunting. But then once you once you roll it over, you discover that it has just landed on some kind of berry. Yeah, and then you go back to the crime scene. <clears throat> you still got to find this necklace, out, like, though. Where'd it go? You find a feather there, mm. a feather with a blackish hue, I would say, by the nearly murdered. Yeah, animal. and then it's a bird as well hunt. As like a pile of leaves and. Yeah, the berry. You get a lot of false yeah. leads. Some trash. Um, and then you interact with a lot of weirdos. You you have to talk to a lot of people in these <laughs> games. Um, so there's going to be a lot of yeah. trainer dangers. And my first one was right here in Tonti Park. Oh, wow. Out of the gate. There's a man who's just sitting here feeding pie doves. Pie doves. Um, yeah, I don't know where we landed on that one. And I like pie dove. I'm going to say pie dove. Okay. Not to be difficult. Oh, let's just look it up. What is... P-I-D-O-V-E. I'm just looking up. P-I-H. What is that? P? P-Dov. I think it's P-Dov. Okay. Wouldn't pie be P-I-E? P-Dov. Pigeon. P-Dov. Although I will say I had a pretty startling revelation. Just jumping ahead briefly for a second. Because the Pokemon, they say their names. Like they act like in the anime. Because mm-hmm. it's all like voiced. Mm-hmm. And... We've both always said it, and as far as I've ever heard it, is Garbodor. Yeah. And you meet one in this who says Garbodor. Garbodor. Yeah. Wait, Garbodor. Garbodor. And it's like... Garbodor. And and it's a whole plot point, too, in chapter three. We'll we'll get to that. Let's just quickly flash back to the mystery in in chapter one. Because it turns out that there's a lot of false leads. You talk to this trainer danger guy... You ask him, eventually you tra- you're tracking down a Burmy, which are those little pine cone Pokemon that hang down uh, and can be like trash or flower or like whatever. Yeah, trash coat. Um, and you say to this man on the park bench feeding P-Dubs, do you know anything about Burmy? And the man on the park set bench says, not interested in anything but P-Dub. Unhealthy fascination with P-Dub. And that's all he'll, that's all say, he'll so. say to you for the rest of time. Uh, believe me, I got stuck at one point and I went back and interviewed everybody <laughs> several times. So you're just accosting this pedo. Every lover. time I got stuck in this game, it was because the thing I was looking for, the thing I couldn't find was in the foreground, like camera, oh. camera, like stage. Oh, forward. you probably couldn't find that like garbage can that you had to look. I in couldn't at find one a point. garbage can. I had to look in. I couldn't find a, um, a, a palm that was hanging out of a tree at one point. Oh, I was like wow. running around trying to, everyone's like, it's right there in the tree. And I'm like, okay, like where? Um, <laughs> There's a lot of trees. And at one point I couldn't find a, uh, you guessed it, this game has its own unique ghost seeing device. Oh yeah. Which we'll get to. But chap- here's the mystery. Yeah. This park, you have to interact with, you got to find a Puccina at one Apom point. throws away the necklace. The Burmy is, yeah. is scared and loses its leaves, picks up some garbage, picks up the necklace. You convince the Burmy to give you the necklace back. You give it to the little girl. Case closed. Yeah, we don't, even though we don't lock up the Apom, there's no justice served here. Apom kind of, ju- Apom got like mob justice. Because it got whacked yeah. by the Murkrow. Yeah. Murkrow is kind of cute. It's like kind of a grump. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you and you learn. I the other thing I like about this game is you you see more of like in in a similar way to Pokemon Snap. You see the Pokemon interact with each other in yeah. the wild, 
And it's like Apoms and Murkrows because they're both sort of like shady and mischievous, like have a rivalry, which is yeah, cute. Yeah, it's fun. I like being invited to the world of Pokemon and it's not the gross world of Pokemon like in Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. Yeah, there's like a Slurpuff who works at this like bakery. Ooh, well, let's talk about uh, it. In the park. Because we're in yeah. the interstitial. There's these little interstitial sort of like checkpoints between each case. And you're either at the detective agency where your dad worked, chopping it up with his old boss, Detective Baker. And her yeah. and his receptionist. Amanda. That's my first, that's my second trainer danger. Tim, like a, I guess like a, what, 16-year-old man, 18-year-old man? It, at least 16, I would say. Teenage man, I walk into this uh, detective agency. My dad is at least missing, presumably dead. It's been Definitely like, presumed dead. What, months? I think a week. Oh. I don't remember. <laughs> it's at least a week. But you presume somebody's dead after, after like that, right? 24 hours, I think you presume <laughs> yeah. they're dead. Um, anyway, the uh, first person I talk to is this receptionist, Amanda. And I ask her, this is Trainer Danger, by the way. Another Trainer Danger? They're all over the place here, man. Rhyme City's like depraved. Littered with danger. I say to this woman, what were your impressions of my dad? Sorry, I don't say this. Detective Tim says this. Yeah, we're just picking it up on the, the wiretap. Tim says, what were... Yeah, he's, he's got a wire on. <laughs> what were your impressions of my dad? And Amanda says... The Amanda, the front receptionist, says, Oh, but I can't say anything bad about him in front of his son. Winky, winky. What is she implying? Do you think they had a relationship? Do I, I Does he have a mother? kind of got that vibe. Yeah. Later, you like go to talk to her, and she's like, what's up? It's like, don't... Let's keep this professional, lady. <laughs> You're not my mom. Anyway, chapter two. Litwick Cave. I literally cannot even remember the the premise for why we are now in a cave where Litwicks live. <laughs> well, after the detective agency, no, we go after to this break. Harry's a oh. <laughs> that one was improv. That wasn't planned. Can you believe that? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, Detective Fiellowette. Welcome back, bug catchers. Welcome back. We've found our way to Dad's apartment, and we have found his case files. We found some of his evidence on file for some of his private investigations, because he's maybe looking to take down some shady organizations, you know? He's trying to clean it up. And the first piece of evidence we find leads us to Litwick Cave. Welcome. Apparently, Harry was investigating these Pokemon attacks that have been happening in Rhyme City, similar to how those APOM were lashing out. The first, like, law of Pokemon is that Pokemon cannot cause harm to humans. It's, like, absurd to these people that Pokemon would ever, like, Yeah, they're supposed to all be buds. And so Harry wanted to investigate three locations that we find on a map in his apartment, a warehouse, a lake, and then Litwick Cave, which is where we are now. 
we get there, and sure enough, there's a crazed glally here. Yeah, harassing two women. A filming crew. Um, and yeah. they managed to get this tape of a glally's eyes going red before it fires off an ice beam, killing a woman. Nearly, sorry, nearly killing a woman. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I would not want to be in that scenario. And trapping all of us in a cave. Yeah, the entrance With collapses. the glally. Yeah, and uh, Pikachu, we try to have Detective Pikachu, Tim, sorry, Tim tries to have Detective Pikachu use Thunderbolt on the Glalie, yeah. and then it can't, because part of the thing is this Pikachu does not remember why its moves don't work. So you can't use the, the Pikachu has amnesia. It woke so up we have to, like, amnesia. knock a stalactite. Is that the one that's on the ceiling? Or is um, it stalactite? I always forget Hold this. tight. Yeah, they hold tight to the ceiling. Okay, so, stalactite. Yeah, you taught me that in another episode. Yeah. Uh, and then it, that falls and knocks the Glalie out, and then you can... But then he's cool. Then he wakes up, and he's like, I'm just normal now. You, you talk to him, and he's like... I look terrifying, but yeah, I'm he's like, I love this guy. cave. Yeah. yeah, just like the cave. Everyone loves this cave. It's a pretty cozy cave. There's a ton it's of like litwicks. a make-out spot, I think. There's some Noibats. They do. The film crew does say it's a make-out spot. Yeah. They're like, it used to be a fun place for families, but now it's just couples coming for a romantic getaway. The little bing-bong. Well, I hate to tell you, but um, you've been watched by a plethora of semi-sentient Pokemon, inc- including Drift Blooms and Drift Blims. Yeah. <laughs> And that's the real mystery here is how do we get out of this cave? Um, because we've found some evidence, this broken vial. Well, we've, we've seen the, um, the Glally go crazy. We've got firsthand evidence. Yeah, we've, we've seen nearly something been killed trigger in it, and then it, and then it turns against its human friends. And then the mystery becomes tricking a drift blim out of its cave so that it will carry you out of the cave. Yeah, because there's like a little opening in the roof. So you got to do a bunch of investigating in here. You got to use Litwicks to light it up. and They're cool. They're nice. They're Litwick. sort of lazy. <laughs> Litwick is Joshy's sweetie. Yeah, they're sweeties. They're animated very cutely. Their voice in it is like Litwick. Litwick. Yeah, they're so Litwick. sleepy. Yeah, they just want to sleep. The, um, Noi, the Noi bats are very cute, too. They, everybody in this cave looks pretty good. Yeah. The Glalie's still terrifying, but it doesn't look bad. Well, and there's these two ladies down here, too. Mako and Amelia? Amelia! Amelia! I think it's Amelia. Yeah, this is where you start seeing perhaps a twisted side to Detective Pikachu. Yeah, he's sort of a perv. It's a little unreformed, because he, a running gag that is funny throughout, I'll admit, is like Pikachu trying to interact with people, but Tim is the only one who can understand him for some reason. That's part of the mystery. Yeah. So he'll be, so it'll be in cutscenes going like, Pika, Pika. Like, it's not like the Pika, Pika that you're used to. And he's like, and then you see the little subtitle or whatever he's trying to say. And he calls... Mako a lively one which is yeah, like he's sort of very gross. like he's 1950s like, like something I would not say yeah <laughs> about women <laughs> <laughs> but so so detective but Pikachu you're on notice but we've we've case closed like Driflim's lifting us out of here into the the evening moonlight yeah we get out of here I don't really remember did we find anything Driflim literally carries us out well, yeah, but we get out, but I don't we really remember. We just see remember. the Glally attack, I think, and we get I it on tape. I think that's probably most important. Yeah, we have the tape of it now. I can't. Maybe we find the vial down here. 
We, or was that in the? I can't remember. Apartment. We've got a broken vial. <laughs> like, we'll but that just, becomes the one next, way or another. That we becomes have the it. next case. So here yeah. we are. We're in the interstitial. Um, oh, it, it must have been in the cave because that's where we're like maybe that Glalie like something from this vial. Yeah, and then we're in the interstitial. Now we're in this cafe, which I think um, Tim's dad used to visit a lot and knows the guy behind the bar. Pablo. Pablo. He's nice. Yeah, chill vibes in here. Here's my fall on my sword, bar of redemption. Oh, This waitress, Ludi Colo. Yeah. <laughs> so vibrant, so full of life. Yeah, Ludi Colo's really good. Pikachu she's says like, at some point Ludi, she's got a ro- lot of really cute sounds too. I've been telling you, man, Ludi Colo's. She been serves good. the trays. She serves. I think I, this is in the movie too, but she's gross in the movies. <laughs> but in the game, she serves the drinks off her little hat. Yeah, it's really cute. Oh, it's so nice. She'll roll um, up with the espressos, uh, and all the Pokemon have something to say. Hat. And all she has to say to, to Pikachu is, "She's gotten used to being a waitress. Glad to see she's having fun." Yeah, she. She's loves just it. like. Girl, you know, girl boss. She's living her boss best babe. life. She loves making Java, and yeah. Pikachu. She's good loves at it. Java. So I, Ludicolo is redeemed. Plus, the one time you had that Ludicolo and just like obliterated my team. Man, I still dream about that Ludicolo. Let's get to Hell the final chapter for this week: the PCL, our new, our new megacorp. Yes. <laughs> That we happen to be interns for, or sorry, Tim does. Yeah, Tim has he's a still moonlighting where for he's us. interning at Pokemon Comprehensive Laboratory. That also, I think, lends credence to Rhyme City being a real place in the canon because it's got its own mega corporation. It sort of seems like the mega corporation is the city. You know, it's like some kind of corpo city. Yeah, definitely. Um, they seem to 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 do a lot and kind of <clears throat> have their fingers in a lot of pies. Yeah, you find out from Amanda, I believe, because you stop by the detective agency before you go over there for your first day. And Amanda says, PCL makes handy day-to-day gadgets as well as energy sources of the future. So they are one of these ones that just does pretty much everything. We sort of get involved in a little bit of corporate work. I guess we, did we sign a contract? I think it's kind of under the table. I guess we did. We're interns with them. But their 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 security standards are pretty lax. This guy's like on the the case for us. No, you yeah, you show up and like they don't really even check your ID, and it's like a security guard and a herdier. Tim was like, "My name is Tim Ottoman," <laughs> and the guy's like, "Okay, oh, yeah, Tim Ottoman." Ottman. You, you're supposed to practice saying Ottman because they they're like P- Detective Pichu's like, "Uh, you shouldn't say you shouldn't say that you're Goodman because they know Harry." Yeah. Uh, also on the way, did you notice? Did, was this a implied cameo of Ash's Pikachu? Oh, I'm not sure I noticed. You come out, Tim comes out of the detective agency, and there's a Pikachu without a hat on the street, and he starts going like, Sorry, I'm late. Where's your hat? What's wrong with you? Come on, let's go. And then Detective Pikachu then comes out like with the hat, and he's like, Tim! Don't tell me you confused this guy for me, did you? Uh, <laughs> Which is funny. funny. Uh, but then Detective Pikachu talks to the Pikachu and has a couple of lines where, like, you can never hear what the Pikachu is saying. But then Detective Pikachu goes, Yeah, so I guess you two will make your dream come true. 
Tell your buddy to be the very best, like no one ever was. See ya. I don't know. It's I think again it's some frightening implications. That yeah, I know. That's why I think this this lore is so weird. And it's like, is this Ash's Pikachu or Red's Pikachu? I guess PCL. And here's here's the the sort of over. There's like a there's like a non mystery we have to solve, which is what garbage do we have to feed Garbodor in order to get his his burps to be purified? Yeah, they're working on a few. That's our job. That's our cover here. Because they That's were trying to turn it into what? Yeah, it's some sort of clean energy source. They want you're helping. You're helping uh, Professor Fridge. Yeah, <laughs> Doctor Fridge. Yeah, he's cool. I like Fre- him. Frederick Hartman. I think is his full name, but he goes by Fridge. Yeah, he's um, he very much in the lab. like this. Like, hey man, like the cool. He's like the trench coat or, or the uh, the lab coat guy. And then there's this like, lab sort of coated hippie, stuffy suit named Dorothy. Um, in the back office, she's the director. Yeah, and then there's a bunch of of scientists, and it's your job to to help feed Garbodor or something that's not going to make it burp. And then there's other lab things going on. You have to figure out how to brew up potions in the most sickening way imaginable. Absolutely, absolutely, Pokemon abuse. Um, well, and it's also it might you make me barf. It's like lab testing on animals. <laughs> Pokemon of the week. It absolutely is. And the the concoction is disgusting, and I would hate to feed it to anything that I claim to love. Yeah. I go in, there's this scientist named Nina who's trying to concoct a orange potion, and it's my job to help her by shaking berries out of trees and finding some kind of source of liquid. Yeah. Claiming that it's trying to make it into medicine to heal Pokemon. And that looks good to drink. And doesn't smell nasty. smell bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's a tall order, but I go and I hunt some berries. Fine. That's fine. Sure. And then I need some kind of liquid agent to put it in. Coffee to bitter. Whatever, whatever to whatever. The solution ends up being the sick gel that they're <laughs> yeah. storing solosis in, in the lab. Yeah. I tried, <laughs> I tried just doing red berry, yellow berry, orange, yep. and then water. Because I was like, water, that's fine. All natural. I tried it like twice. I was like, no, water is right. And then I, no, you had to go and get this disgusting culture fluid. Well, that's not even the, the worst part. Because once you've once you've got all the ingredients, two. you go and find a shuckle <laughs> out in the courtyard. And that's my You Make Me Barf Pokemon of the Week. Yeah. Because here's the process, according to scientist Nina. When you put a berry into shuckle's shell, gross, it ferments into juice. Disgusting. But when you add various things into it, yuck, you can make it into more like, than just juice. It becomes medicine. Gross and immoral. Pouring it into its like holes in its shell. And we do this. We hold the Several shuckle down. Times. And we pour a bunch of shit into it. Um, and it <laughs> poops out some orange goo. Case closed. Yeah, we did that. We also have to do it again to like give a clef key oh, some yeah. kind of a juice so that it will let us into the storeroom. And then the storeroom is where you find the vial. And then we're in the real like, oh, mystery, shit. which is this vial, which leads us into an underground lab. And eventually we have to kind of figure out, like, who's doing all these hijinks around the PCL? And it turns out that the PCL was burned to the ground. Ten years ago. In a, yeah. in a giant Pokemon attack ra- rampage ten years ago and completely rebuilt. 
And no one is aware of this except the president. Yeah, somehow, like, the lead scientist is like, oh, I, I don't know. I've only been here in this new lab. I had no idea it was ever burned to the ground. No one knows about this except me uh, or except Tim. Yeah. Who takes it upon himself to climb into an underground bunker by himself without any protection and into an abandoned lab where he eventually discovers it's a Gengar. Yeah. That one is that was the one that I was most frustrated by because it's well, first of all, I played it before, so I'm very tainted. But then like you get little like it it's got a cool style on like the, the little like case book. It, and it will have little illust- like illustrations that look hand-drawn. But the one for this case where you're solving, like, who's causing trouble around the PCL? Oh, yeah. Uh, and it's got, like, a ga- clearly a Gengar arm, like, cl- coming out of the floor. Yeah. And, like, we, we all know it's Gengar. Like, yeah. I don't need to Gengar talk to every single person image. three times and all these Pokemon. Find all these case files, the last of two which are just, like, sitting on some desk somewhere. Right incredibly tedious but eventually and then and then it's like now we have to figure out how to catch this gengar and it's like oh i have an idea it's called a pokeball right they're plentiful and it's really easy to catch like a pokemon with them and instead we have to go find this like pokemon snare gun yeah that only sees and hunts ghost type pokemon developed by pcl shoots like a net at them that somehow captures them despite them being a ghost and how does that compare to the sylph or devon scope I mean, it shoots just nets shoot at ghosts. Capturing the ghost is that a little bit better? Cool. Maybe than seeing um, it. Yeah, I don't know. It's and handheld then the ghost stays worn, corporeal. Which is maybe a, in there. I've played enough Luigi's Mansion to know that that's a mistake. Keeping it, ha- doing handheld instead of worn. Oh, I see. Yeah. So you can interview the Gengar, figure yeah, out what it's doing, and it's basically just a prankster. And But it is a hangover it is, from that original lab that burned to the ground. And the chapter started with a Trevenant going sort of bonkers. Oh yeah, it gets unhinged during an interview with this Amelia for the news station. Um, and it turns out that it's this Gengar who has pranked it by feeding it spicy berries. Um, and it turns out that it was always this, this gentleman who works in the laboratory, <laughs> Carlos, who's yeah, not even the, the grumpy Carlos one. who... Yeah, you would never suspect Carlos. He's the one who's, like, palling around with the Rotom. Yeah, who, I love this Rotom. That's tanny, sweetie. That Rotom is what a, a delight. What a little prick. Yeah, it, it's the one who says Carlos is its servant, and then the Rotom also, like, inhabits a PC monitor at one point, and it's so cute. Yeah. It's like, it, uh, it just what won't was do that? any work. Like, kids, Nickelodeon, kid, Nick Tunes, oh, or whatever. Yeah, face. With face, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's cool. They always want him to get into lab work and do work, and he just never will. Um, yeah. But apparently that has driven Carlos to the brink because he's been yeah, going he down and developing, like, rage berries or something. Yeah. He calls it R. Yeah, R. Um, and then it's case closed. He goes to jail. He literally gets locked up. Yep. We've sent a man to prison, a man with a family. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. That's not funny. And then we're back at the detective agency, and I think we've earned a little R&R. Oh, yeah. Detective Fielowet. I think let's come back. Let's reconvene next week. Let's go have a little whiskey. Try to try to chase away some of these demons yeah. that we get doing this think kind of work. Think about our next move. Forgetting some of the heinous shit we saw today. Oh. Uh, and then reconvene after the hangover wears off next week. All right. For chapters four through six. That's right. 
of Detective Pikachu. Oh, man. Do you have anything else to say? Hope we haven't waited around too long and that this town can still turn things around. There's a lot of crime afoot. I hope we haven't waited too long and Tim Goodman's dad is dead. <laughs> I know. Rest in pedals, Tim's have, so dad. We'll, see. Yeah. we'll start making free funeral arrangements, like getting a 21 gun salute and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's how we can help him out when he's sort of you know out there doing the grunt work. Well, and we're answering some of the philosophical questions, too. Don't forget. Right. right. Society needs poets and warriors. Beautiful. Let's get out of here, Detective Fielowet. Case closed. Case is closed for this week. Case is closed. We have been, uh, this has been Experience Shared's Pokemon Podcast. We have been playing through Detective Pikachu. Yeah. The Interstitial right. Season 7A. Mm-hmm. Uh, please episodes. do rate and review the show everywhere that you rate and review podcasts. And do follow us everywhere that you follow podcasts. And do follow me and Josh on Twitter and Instagram. Oh, really? XP Share Pod. Oh, okay. Yeah, the... On our co-manned account. Experience share. Sometimes you'll get two responses to a tweet. It's just because one of us didn't see that the other one already sent a response. Yeah, and sometimes maybe that's a little confusing. And sometimes you'll get conflicting makes our own canon. Our own canon is somewhat confusing. Yeah, I forget what that one was about, but it was about a Pokemon that we were... We had conflicting opinions as an official But we eventually came together. That's why we needed to hash it out. That's right, that's right. So we'll take it to the mic whenever we need to sort those things out. And we also sort things out, maybe, some kind of a segue here, uh, on the subreddit, reddit.com slash r slash bugcatchers. That was all right. And you can also find some new clothes and other merch to sort at expsharepod.com. I wish we could sell a little detective hat for Probably. with, like, Detective Tanner Greenring and Fjellowet. Yeah. Signature characters for this special season. to commission for three episodes, I would say. Three uh, award-winning episodes, potentially. <laughs> this, yeah. Let's get out of here, Joshua. Um, bug <laughs> catchers. prize-winning investigation. Detective Yellow Alola. Alola. And smell you later. Later.